You're listening to Ecomonics, a Debutify podcast, your resource for one-of-a-kind insights into the world of e-commerce and business in the modern age. This is Joseph. I'll be presenting a wealth of industry knowledge from interviews with successful business people and our own state-of-the-art research. Your time is valuable, so let's go. Welcome to Ecomonics, a Debutify podcast. It's good to have you here. My name is Joseph. I'll be your host and disseminator of valuable information. Chances are, if you've made it to this podcast, it's because you're interested in the world of e-commerce. You're an aspiring entrepreneur looking to make a big, huge difference in your life. Maybe you're immersed in the world and are looking to brush up on your skill set to keep up with the competition. Or you're a master of your craft and you want to leave no stone unturned. Maybe you just have a general interest in the world of e-commerce. Or you literally search for shows at random and had to decide between this and one where each episode they read a page of a Philip K. Dick novel and you've burned through it like crazy, so now you're here. Or you're one of the millions of people who've engaged in e-commerce. As a passing curiosity, you've come across this show and want to know more about what makes it all work. Whatever the case, welcome. If you only know so much about e-commerce, fear not. I will be upfront. Like you, I have a lot to learn as well. From joining this company earlier this year to today and beyond, I'm constantly learning new information, as is the way this industry goes, all of which I look forward to sharing with you. Whether that's a massive list of terminology, history of aspects to the business vital to the economy, interviews with masters of the trade, Bitcoin, whatever the case, I'll be curating valuable information from the World Wide Web so that you're loaded with as much information as possible. In fact, let me provide some basic information right now just in case someone needs to be caught up. E-commerce, aka electronic commerce, is a relatively new phenomenon in the history of the world. Though I suspect many of our listeners skew on the younger side and grew up with the internet right away. What was that like? Email me, I want to know, podcast at debutify.com. Anyways, e-commerce refers to any form of transaction that occurs using the electronic pathways provided by the internet. According to ecommerceland.com, The internet was around for a time where it wasn't available to the public. But before e-commerce took on the definition we know it as today, it was used by businesses. Its usage was primarily commercial transactions using electronic data interchange and electronic fund transfer. Businesses and organizations would rely on it to send commercial documents electronically. These B2B transactions took place in the 1970s. The internet went public in 1991, but took until 1994 for the general public to warm up to it. And the connection quality wasn't adequate until the 2000s once we established DSL. For you youngsters out there, you're used to streaming entire movies without much hassle. But in the early days of public usage, for one, we didn't trust the internet, so we used fake names when we entered chat rooms. Still do, I guess. But also, it took a long time to even log on to the internet which involved temporarily restricting use of the phone since we had to connect to a phone line. Now, for you youngsters out there, phones used to be attached to cords. Okay, I'm spiraling up. We didn't really know what to expect of the internet. It was largely a novelty, a means to find independently created entertainment. And by that, I mean stick figures blowing each other up. I would say the most significant change the internet brought about was that by the time I was in the sixth grade, It had become commonplace for everyone to chat using MSN Messenger, which meant keeping in touch with kids from school, which is great. 
totally wanted to talk to them all the time. From very early on, the internet would enmesh different parts of people's lives into one connective whole, appropriate since it uses the word net. Now, this is the perspective of one kid and his family. We didn't know what the promise of the internet was. All I know is I took to it like it was natural. And so while this is going on, the commercial potential of the internet was leading to a massive speculative bubble where thousands of business websites would start. But then, partly in response to the Y2K scare, which, if you don't know about it, was a mass panic where we thought when the clock struck midnight of the year 2000, all our computers would shut down and slash or try to kill us. While not the deciding factor, the fearfulness did have an effect, and soon after, many of these businesses collapsed. We'll talk about this more in a future episode. In spite of that crash, e-commerce was thriving, especially in the B2B sector, where as of 2001, 700 billion US dollars were transacted. E-commerce retail sales increased every year from 1999 and onward. By 2007, 3.4% of sales were done online. We'll be exploring a lot more about e-commerce and its many facets as we progress through this series. Now, if you're wondering what Debutify is and how it fits into the e-commerce world, in short, we're a theme for Shopify that you can get for free. There are paid plans, but the free can get you started that integrates state-of-the-art research and technology to provide users with cutting-edge tools and resources for selling. If you want to know more about Debutify, stay tuned. Our first interview is going to be with one of the minds behind the project, Ricky Hayes. We're going to give you a comprehensive breakdown of the platform, and I happen to think once you hear about it, you'll find it hard to resist checking it out yourself. So hit that subscribe button and catch up with us later this week, or whenever. It depends on when you get around to this episode. In fact, if you've just joined us after we've been out for a while, you can go right now. It's fine. I'm not going to take it personally. I do this all the time. That's just the first interview. We've got plenty more heavy hitters from the e-commerce industry coming down the pipe. I can't mention e-commerce without Amazon, eBay, or Google and Facebook once they enter the picture. So know that we give them plenty of oxygen. But I'll give you one business that in the time we spent preparing to launch this undertaking, I have neglected to recognize its place in e-commerce history. And that's Dell. Dell, a Texas-based computer company, was an early adopter of e-commerce and remains an important player in the computer space to this day. Their business launched as EMC in 1979, went public in 1988, and began their online operation in 1996. By 1997, they, having already established a global presence, earned a million dollars in online sales. With no retail outlets, they proved to a large audience the power of the internet. Customers could easily navigate through the site and put together the computer they had in mind. No middlemen, no time spent driving to the mall, just comfort and convenience. As for myself, I'm many things, none of which would be possible without the internet. I'm a being of the age we live in, and not the one we left roughly 25 years ago, give or take. I've just hit my 30s, and I'm a proud millennial. I wasn't always proud, but I am now. What makes my perspective unique is that I'm part of an ever-narrowing group of people who experienced life before the internet and after. Mind you, my parents did too. There's plenty of people in the current era we live in who can say the same. But what I can say, especially, is that I was the last wave of people to be raised with one set of ideas, only to see a new set of ideas materialize before my very eyes. For a time, I would go to school, and then go home, and play Sega Genesis. Life outside my bubble was relegated to the news that I'd never watched, 
and the magazines that I never read. I started using the internet by the time I was age 10, I think. I'm not 100%, to be honest, it's a bit blurry. But it was an oasis where I couldn't share my interests with anyone in school. There were communities I can join and speak my mind. Where art was far from the highest priority, I could create animations and post it to online communities where I'd get into petty arguments. Made some of my closest friends thanks to those arguments. Make no mistake, I don't want history to remember me as someone who liked going to school. I will credit school where there's credit due, and it has provided me with value, especially my college program. But it's an institution based on a different time and a different set of ideas. Teachers stress the importance of following this path to success, when new paths were forming around them. I learned most of what I'm really good at on my own. What am I good at on my own? Well, I can write. I can animate on Flash. It's technically called Animate, but I will die before I stop calling it Flash. I freelanced as an audio editor for six years. Technically, I still do. But I haven't sought new clients since joining the fine people at Debutify. I'm a good actor, according to someone other than my mom. Above all else, I love the creative process. As a producer, I encourage friends and family alike to make content. I love hearing people's ideas and helping develop them. I got one friend who I've been prodding to make an IT channel for three years. I think I almost got him to take it. One of my fundamental beliefs is to thine own self be true. So autocorrect makes it go T-O-T-H-I-N-E, O-W-N, self be true. Um, I have a bit of a variant in my head, which is to thy known self be true, but that's semantics. By this saying, I mean, I encourage people to go do things their way. Not my way. Their way. A lesson that gets easier to impart the closer I get to reaching my goals. As far as e-commerce is concerned, based off my broad scope perspective of the subject, I've been engaged in online commerce as a customer by the time I was in high school. The first thing I paid for was a subscription to World of Warcraft. The first time I got paid online was four years ago when I signed up for Upwork.com and secured my first editing client. Now, why am I the guy speaking to you right now? Well, have you been listening? Who wouldn't want this voice? Lots of people actually, no one, no one person should have that kind of appeal. One other thing about me is I'm a big fan of hybrids. While some people nail the performative side, but lack the business acumen and vice versa, I've naturally been at my best when I adopt a mixture of both. To lean into my creative side when the business aspect is under control, like here, and to use my acumen when creativity is in need of guidance. I believe in experiencing both the positives and negatives in life, and a properly balanced life is not for one to be absent. I also believe in aliens. Now, since this is our first time getting to know each other, I want to save some stuff for our second date. You'll get to know more about me as time goes on throughout this saga. One thing I feel is important is to give you a sense of what kind of show this is what our principles are, and why you should trust us. We believe in honesty and transparency. And while this show intends to keep things light, we're going to be as upfront as we can. Money can be a sensitive subject. Most of us need it, and it changes people. Not everyone likes money, or agrees with it. And that's okay. I've had issues with it in my past. Such as not having it. <laughs> but commerce is a byproduct of something fundamental, and that's trade. No matter what the world is going to look like in 5, 10, or 17 years, 
Chances are no one is going to have the time, energy, or patience to single-handedly do everything they want to get done, or need to, for that matter. We're always going to want to participate in a mutual exchange of goods and services. So while e-commerce comes across as more niche than commerce, it's barely valid on a technicality. The internet marks the passing of one age to the next, and it's so finely entwined into our everyday life that e-commerce is, well, commerce, and commerce is trade. And as long as there's two people left on the planet, someone's going to have to get the next round. So what do we want you to become from being a listener, as well as check out our YouTube channel, blog, and join us on the socials? Simply put, we want you to be a master seller. And we want you to have the mindset that your job is to solve problems and contribute to the net good. A lot of people are interested in e-commerce, especially dropshipping, because they see it as an easy way to make a lot of money very quickly. And it can certainly change your life in a short amount of time, but it's not so simple as clicking and getting rich. There's at least a few clicks involved. It's going to take research, ingenuity, and persistence. The world can be a difficult place. Some people get off easy. They get a little fortune and live luxurious lives. We want you to live a good life too, as do I. But what we want you to really think about is to dig deep and put time into making the most of what you sell through community engagement, a lasting brand that changes lives and provides great value. For hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs, e-commerce is a way of life. And for millions of people worldwide, it's provided every kinds of goods and service you can imagine, and hundreds more you haven't yet. In such a highly competitive environment, e-marketers and sellers are tasked with keeping tabs on the changes to the world to figure out what problems people are experiencing and to be the first to solve them. Take a moment and consider just how prevalent e-commerce might be in your life. It's scrolling through Facebook and seeing brand new products for the first time without having to leave the comfort of your home. It's how most payments are conducted, whether it's an e-transfer from your employer or a direct deposit from the government. Every company I've worked for since 2010 has paid me electronically. My first job was paid by check when I was 15. Actually, no, I think it was 16. I don't think we were allowed to work when we were 15. Ugh. All right, anyways. I would routinely walk to my local bank and ask the teller to put half of it into my checking and half into my savings. Now, in addition to moving money between my checking, savings, investments, and a joint account with my girlfriend, I'm also receiving and paying my bills all online. As far as I can consider, nothing is free from its grasp. I can order food, drinks, or a ride through my phone. I can subscribe to any one of the 263 streaming services. I got Bitcoin. I can support independent creators on funding platforms and bypass the gatekeepers of old, giving me a direct say in what I want to see. There's one I haven't tried yet that I'm looking forward to, and that's ordering groceries. Seems promising. More expensive, no doubt, but it's about the time saving. This is one part of the picture. Take another moment to consider the jobs created through this. I know one of the great fears is that it could come at the cost of entire industries, but the net job creation is valid. Drivers who can work on their own schedule, customer service agents for online platforms, content creators who can fully control their media, and of course there's you, the seller. Either you're doing this job right this moment or you're eager to begin, it's waiting for you. And so are the jobs you'll create by getting into it. We are looking forward to sharing great news and insights with you and hope you'll join us as we work together to reshape the world. Or at the very least, make some good money and buy our parents something nice. We'll see. You might have found this show on any number of platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or right here on Debutify. Whatever the case, 
If you enjoyed this content and want to help us thrive, please take a few moments to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you think is best. We also want to hear from you. So whether you think you'd be a good guest or want to weigh in on anything related to our show, you can email podcast at debutify.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Finally, this podcast is created by the passionate team at Debutify. If you're ready to take the plunge into e-commerce or are looking to up your game, head over to debutify.com and see how it can change your life and the lives of many through what you do next.